Hi, it's Anna here. I am the original Wonder Woman, a huge energy ball, and I love adventure. I am here to inspire you. Welcome. This is Good Vibes Only. Hello, lovely, and welcome back to Good Vibes Only. I am so excited about the month of July because I have this amazing gift for you. During this month, I am going to share with you my very own book, The Wonder Woman's Playbook, in an audio format, and it gets better, together with a little bit of reflection and commentary from where I stand now. So if you want to just chill and listen, or if you want to be superbly inspired and create more change in your life, this July is your chance. Welcome to the journey of Wonder Woman. Let's go. Indeed, welcome back to Good Vibes Only and Summer Special. This July, I thought it would be fun to read to you my very own book, The Wonder Woman's Playbook that I wrote back in November 2018. I've been asked this for so many times and I just hadn't gotten around to it. So here I am. Now I'm doing this for all of you. You have access to this book entirely free on my platform good vibes only podcast and i'm kind of adding to this so if you haven't listened to the previous episodes where i read chapter one and two today we're going to go into three what a surprise hey um i'm doing something that i thought would be fascinating so not only am i going to read to you my entire book and by the way i haven't read it for about a year or so but i'm also going to reflect on the book because i feel that i've gone through such personal growth over the past two years and if you've been following my journey you know a lot has been going on i started my own business i quit my 10-year career in management consulting and i traveled the world with tony robbins i wrote this book And I've been on a spiritual quest as well. So there's been so many things happening that I thought it would be fascinating to reflect on what I wrote two years ago and just shoot from the hip how I feel about each of the chapter and looking back at myself, how I was then, how I was thinking then. And for these episodes, I'm challenging myself in a completely new way. So I have not prepared at all. I haven't read any of these chapters beforehand. I have no notes. I have no preparation. I have nothing. So this is me completely honest, vulnerable, raw. And in the hope of giving you inspiration that, wow, we can do so many things within one lifetime, but also giving you an idea of how we change and how our thinking and feeling and identity shifts in a short space of time. That's at least how I feel about myself. You might disagree, but in in any case, I bet we're going to have a lot of fun. So without further ado, we are going to jump directly into chapter three, Welcome to the Wonder Woman's Playbook, My 10 Habits for Becoming Unstoppable, Chapter 3, Ooze, Confidence and Be Yourself. Wow, this sounds promising. My confidence muscle. I'm often told, oh, but that's so easy for you because you're confident. And that is true. I am confident because I have taught myself to be confident. If I don't believe I'm worthy, who will? 
At the start of elementary school, I was a small white-haired girl with huge red glasses, a gap between my front teeth, a very loud voice, and perhaps a bit too eager to share my opinions. A few years later, I you could see me sporting a pair of bright yellow jeans matched with a lime green satin shirt. Yes, you read that right. While this was certainly a fabulous outfit, for me it was also an opportunity to express my unique being. Even back then I could already feel that something within me that wanted to come out and I was keen to explore it, be it through my clothes, my communication or just my being. I didn't really care what others would say and believe me I have gotten my fair share of bullying and nasty comments. But I kept thinking... I'm heading somewhere and good things will come out of this. Deep inside I thought others' opinions had nothing to do with me and I kept wearing those fab yellow jeans. So I kept going, unknowingly working on my confidence mindset. I thought if in my head I was strong enough, I I wouldn't get hurt by minor comments or other people's opinions about me. I realized my validation needed to come from my very core and not from external sources. To strengthen this, I told myself empowering stories and kept seeing myself in a positive light. This translated to other parts of my life. For example, in ballet, which is a very disciplined art form, I approached the daily grind with determination, keen to systematically improve myself each and every day. I had a clear goal and I was in competition with myself, not anyone else. Today I can easily see the psychological importance of training this mindset throughout my adolescence and I think my idea to love and trust myself first has been one of the foundational building blocks of the strong character I possess today. Add the support from my parents who always wanted me to succeed in whatever it was I wanted to do with my life, my foundation is rock solid. Since I have been working on my confidence for a proper while, a positive and empowered state now comes to me relatively automatically these days. When I need some pumping up, and I still sometimes do, there are a few techniques I have established that I can fully rely on. I know many of these will feel very strange in the beginning, but I am a living proof that it will all come together after practice, practice, practice. Capability keep confidence. I know my stuff and if I don't know it, I will learn it. Visualization of what sort of woman I want to be and then being that woman. I visualize how she would behave, act, talk, listen and be in different situations. Fake it till you make it. Telling myself I am worthy and capable and this needs to happen out and aloud. I can do this. I'm a gladiator. Repeat, repeat, repeat. I have several. I have created several music playlists to support different states and moods. There's nothing quite like blasting the song Uprising by Muse first thing on Monday morning. Oh, great song. Power posing for Wonder Woman effect. Priming my body to ensure that I use my body language efficiently, for example when entering and taking space. This has a huge positive impact on the brain. Getting my image right, how I shake hands with people, introduce myself and what I wear. First impressions can only be made once. I never underestimate the importance of how or how things or I look, so I dress, speak and act according to the occasion. Focusing on getting the message and language right, ensuring my words and language fit the context. Overall, I don't like too many softness and prefer to maintain my no-no-no-nonsense practical and finish approach. Finally, I should say my ideal woman is a moving target, hence I keep working on my confidence muscle. However, I know my building blocks are solid and I can represent myself in an authentic way in all situations. This is a good foundation to build on. Being different or woman. We would be so pleased to have you in this pitch as an expert on digital in retail. 
I was plushing. Yes, they wanted me. The consulting partner called me an expert. I must be amazing. The next day, I received the pitch presentation card for review. After a quick browse, I thought the content seemed on point. My photo was decent. Very important, obviously. And the whole pitch team was looking strong, suited and booted. Michael, Joe, Dan, George, Thomas, Henry. Can you see where I'm going here? Yep, I was the diversity card. They wanted me in the pitch because I'm a woman. This is not the first time this has happened and it will not certainly it will certainly not be the last. While I've been truly privileged to work with some amazing colleagues and clients, it's not fun and games at all times. In my line of work, there's not that many women and it has become more male-dominated as I have climbed up the ladder. This has been one of the funniest conundrums for me to work out. The good thing is people will usually remember me because I am the only woman. The bad thing is people will often remember me because I am the only woman. Anyhow, I have had my time with clients who have had an issue with me being a woman. I've had colleagues who have dismissed me clearly due to my gender. In some instances, I have been required to work harder than others, dare I say men, to be given the permission to play. Did I complain? Nope. Did I step back so that others could lean in? Absolutely not. Did I go to this pitch I mentioned above, work harder than ever to ensure I'd be amazing and wear my pink suit, nailing it all? Absolutely. The question for me is, what do I make out of all of this? First of all, I have always been proud to be a woman. Every time I have the chance to benefit from my gender, I will shamelessly do it. I will never apologize for being a woman. Even better, I will never apologize for being a confident woman. Secondly, all of us, women or men, need to believe we are enough the way we are now. The fear of not being loved or not being enough is real for many, and it easily translates into a handicapping belief even at work. Finally, we have the choice to address a meaning to everything. I will decide what I hear from my environment and the impact I will let that have on me. I will not be defeated by those who keep chucking their expensive opinions from cheap seats. Those opinions do not improve my life at all, so I choose to ignore them. Remember, others' opinions about you are none of your business. Uh, if I have learned something from my consulting career, it is the importance of the right environment. We need to remember we cannot change others, we can only change ourselves. When I have felt the most at home and achieved some major wins in my career, I have always been in the right environment, supported by an amazing team of bosses and colleagues. They have been more interested in what I can do today and in helping me to improve for tomorrow, rather than making my gender a focal point. This is what I call a true win-win situation. When my leadership team has been diverse in their gender and thinking, it has set a good tone for underpinning organization culture, unlocking a thriving business and happy team. The future is both female and male as I see it. It is crucial how men step up and support us women, but it is even more important how us women support other women, including peers, bosses and junior members of the team. We need to be creating rules that enable us to win. We need to empower other women at all levels to be leaders of today and tomorrow. We are required to embrace what we can do, what unique things we bring to the table, what valuable insights we have, not what gender we represent. Together we are so powerful and all of us have a lot to give, women included. Right. Oh, okay. So, um, hmm. I just went back to my consulting days. I have so many feelings come up, but before I go into all of that, this is such an important chapter, isn't it? Talking about confidence and talking about being uh, often um, 
uh, rare woman amongst a lot of men, which definitely my consulting career has been the case so many times. Um, I just have to say that one thing before I forget this is that when I had those yellow jeans when I was a kid, I tell you, those jeans were freaking amazing. So, yeah. And I also want to say that, you know, a lot of my confidence uh, when I was a kid, and I didn't know I was doing this, but, you know, in ballet, I'm I've never been the petite one. And you know how small ballet dancers are. But I wanted to be a ballet dancer so badly that I realized that I need to work on other parts of me because I could never change the shape of me. So I really focused on the performance aspect and making sure that when I perform, you know, I'm fully in the role, delivering an experience to the audience. And I I focused on doing that. I focused on jumping higher than others, doing more turns than others because I could never be smaller because I didn't want to give up my dream. And I don't, I I never realized what I was doing as a child, but I remember thinking when some teacher said to me that, Anna, you're a bit fat. Uh, I'm not sure if you can be a ballet dancer. I thought that no one else is going to tell me what I can do or what I can't do. If I have a dream of becoming a ballet dancer, I'm not allowing one person to tell me and to decide on my dream and say, you're not going to become a ballet dancer. And this I remember so vividly that I thought that I am going to become a ballet dancer watch me and I'm just going to focus on the things where I can shine because I can't change my body shape so remember that you are the main character in your own play that is your life you're not playing a side role you are the main character so allowing someone to dictate what the framework for your life what is possible in your life looks like isn't that crazy and that for me as as a child I remember it just made me more hungry when someone's like you can't do it I'm like yeah watch me and that definitely I need to work on my confidence because I couldn't give space to the idea that I was fat and by the way I wasn't I was just bigger as a dancer, because I have broad shoulders, and I'm tall, I'm 176 in centimeters, I'm 5'9", which is a tall for a ballet dancer, and with point shoes, you know, you add 10 centimeters, sure, 15, so it's not that in real life, I was absolutely normal figured, but I didn't give space to this thought, but I focused on other aspects, and I I think for me, that made a big change um, in how I approach life, Um, in other areas as well um, because I wasn't taking other people's ideas about myself into my reality no one else is going to define my identity so just wanted to share that with you and I think I've spoken about this in the podcast a few times Um, I now want to talk about this work context and a lot of my clients are business owners and a lot of my clients are CEOs and leadership positions um, as women and the world is changing rapidly and coming from Finland where we are relatively um, have um, I think a more natural view on gender and in a way I would say in consulting as well because often I've been lucky to work in environments where we looked at capability more rather than gender however the more senior I got as I said in text as well the less women there were because women look after the children uh, women go and raise families and and have multiple 
things that are time consuming and therefore a career that is time consuming as well doesn't always is not always given the space and people have different priorities and and values and that's all cool from from my point of view where I was I was often in a situation where I was uh, one of the only women in the team however I worked in fashion and luxury uh, that is also an industry where there are women in top leadership positions not many but there's often women uh, on the client side and I guess for me I only after moving in London I started paying more attention to my gender I don't think in Finland it was ever an issue for me but as I say here as well I've always seen my gender as almost like a you know as I said here it's like it's sometimes it's a great thing that people remember me that because I'm the only woman sometimes it's the worst thing that people remember me because I'm the only woman so it can kind of go both ways and I never enjoyed when I saw myself being a little bit of the diversity card however I always made the most of the opportunity so it always depends what the perception you have about the situation at hand I could have been all consumed by the idea of being a diversity card or then I could be like you know what I'm here I'm giving this opportunity I'm just going to be the best version of me and not give my energy to the gender conversation here if you see what I'm doing Um, but I also I want to say here something that comes to me now is how important it is that we just support each other on whatever level we are uh, despite gender because also for men these days it's not easy either you know it's like sometimes our communication or what we are allowed to say how we are allowed to say things we have so many gray areas these days that working in a super stressful high pace environment like consulting is like we all make mistakes and sometimes we are not always acting from the highest version of ourselves but plus we do work from our subconscious biases a lot and we not always recognize that so I guess with, if I add um, all of the conversation we've had over the past few months or over Black Lives Matter, you know, we add race to the conversation. I think the, our ability to just be very open and very humble um, towards our own beliefs and judgments is so important rather than judging others is just be curious about where you stand how are you coming to the picture are you actually the one who is being judgmental because sometimes it's so easy to blame others or be the victim but actually how much responsibility are you taking over yourself and this is where I believe the true change really starts and us as women Again, I'm saying where we focus our energy flows, us as women, rather than complaining, and I'm not saying that we are doing this, but I'm just giving you an example, rather than complaining about the situation, we can actually focus our energy on nurturing female talent, making sure that when we are given the opportunity, we make the opportunity the most glorious one ever, and just see how our own behavior starts to change the environment as well so all of us have the capability and capacity to act 
as inspiration and role models, role models and to, to everyone else, if, if this makes sense. So this is kind of my viewpoint, how I like to come to the situation rather than complaining what's not working. I'm looking at what can I change? How can I be different to ease this? How can I inspire positive change? And especially in situations where we are now where it's very hard to sometimes say what is right, what is wrong. Maybe there isn't even such a thing. It's just to be very open and curious to our own ways of being and constantly updating our beliefs and our opinions uh, because the world is changing. And this is kind of how I want to see it and, and constantly just explore myself and see, okay, Anna, do, do you have bias? How are you acting towards other females? How are you acting to when you're with, um, you know, male colleagues, all of this? So I don't know if you got a hold of that idea. Sometimes my brain goes a lot quicker <laughs> than what my mouth can produce text. Um, but yeah, very interesting. This definitely is kind of, I went back to my, uh, consulting days and I just want to finish this chapter three conversation by saying that I am super proud to be a woman and I continue being so, and I just want to be even more woman in the future because I believe that us women have a lot of, um, powerful um, capabilities and qualities we can bring into the world especially when we look at leadership and business my favorite areas when I look at my clients who are business owners women have a lot of empathy women have a ability to have a conversation and facilitate good conversation without the need for someone to win and we also have an understanding of how to navigate conflicts and challenging conversations, which I believe in the future will be so important because I don't see that conflicts are at least, you know, going to be less. It's going to be even more demanding. So therefore, for me, it's so important that we start to recognize these more soft factors in leadership teams and conversations and start to enable more diverse voices and opinions to come to the table without the need to be always who's right who's wrong what's the one opinion that wins but actually accepting that sometimes it's not about that it's just about collaboration it's about having that diversity uh, that will enrich organizations their performance and ultimately their um how what what is it that they contribute and the legacy to our societies well that kind of now went pretty 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 far but hopefully you got uh, something out of that uh, i enjoyed reading this chapter to you i hope you enjoyed that too and i'm looking forward seeing you in the next episode where we are going to be talking about chapter four of the wonder woman playbook i'm so excited is to give you a little snippet it's going to be know what you want and put in the work that should be good so thanks for joining today and i shall see you very soon again
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and I hope you're feeling super inspired. Before you go, I'd love to stay connected so you can find me from my website, Instagram and Facebook. Now it's your turn. This is your life. Go on and make stuff happen with love, success and abundance. Thank you.